what we're talking about here today is basically Dallas, Texas is getting a big gig economy player in its backyard. Uber, the one and only, is opening a new administrative hub in Dallas, right in the heart of Deep Ellum, which is our historic district here in Dallas, and that is set to bring along 3,000 new jobs with it. People are very excited about this expansion. I wanted to get some thoughts on this from a rideshare expert, so here to give his thoughts on this expansion is Sergio Avedian. He's a senior contributor for The Rideshare Guy. He's also a retired Wall Street professional with 18 years of experience under his belt and an expert on the business backends of the rideshare industry. Sergio, great to have you on. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm fine. How are you guys? Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. So this is a pretty exciting move for the people of Dallas. Um, People are excited about those jobs, but there was also a $24 million incentive package from state officials to get Uber to want to open up their administrative hub here. Besides all of that, though, why do you think Dallas was on their purview in the first place for an administrative expansion? Well, as per Uber, um, I think expansion is something that's been uh, on the front page since they started. Um, Uber is not a small corporation, obviously. They have about 26,000 employees globally. So, um, you know, expansion is always uh, important for them. Uh, but I think one of the major reasons is that um, Dallas, Texas area, obviously, offers uh, a very business-friendly structure. And also the talent pool that exists in that area, I think, is the key, one of the key uh, factors for Uber to move into the area. We've heard some, uh, maybe some concern about Uber recently, just uh, whether it's their stock price or the leadership at the top. Should people in Dallas be excited about Uber coming to Dallas? And, and you know, is this a positive development for the city? Well, obviously it is. And, and to remind you, this is obviously not the first uh, corporation that's moving into the area mm-hmm. through expansion or moving their headquarters. This has been going on since 2014, basically when Toyota moved in with a $40 million grant from the government um, to uh, move their hub to to the Dallas area. So, uh, you know, the business-friendly aspect of the state and the city especially has a lot to do with this. And then is this administrative expansion telling of any particular growth at Uber? Uh, Do you think this is reflective of any larger initiatives from the uh, rideshare company? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, about a month ago, I'm sure you read in the news that uh, there was uh, some major changes uh, as far as their employees are concerned. They right. let go of 400 of their marketing employees. Um, also, their chief operating officer and chief marketing officer um, resigned, or let's say, you know, they had a they had a shift up top in the C-suite. Um, their CEO wanted to be more hands-on and then didn't think those positions were necessary. So on one hand, they're laying off 400 people, and on the other hand, they're hiring 3,000 people. I mean, overall, the 3,000 uh, new employees aren't going to add about 8 to 9% to the overall total of the employee count. So, nice. yes, obviously it's important, but then uh, uh, it's something that also they probably have done due to cost. Um, obviously, where their headquarters are in San Francisco, it's very expensive. And uh, with the subsidies that they're getting, I think uh, it was, it's a pretty good deal for both sides. And I mean, the company has yet to turn a profit. 
Um, in Q1 of 2019, they lost a billion dollars, which is a lot of money. The, um, so, you know, clearly they're still, f- I mean, they're growing, but a lot of experts have said it's going to take several years before Uber turns a profit. Um, why do you think this generally hasn't curbed that kind of growth? And do you think this move to Dallas uh, might be a step in the right direction to get them closer to profitability? I doubt it. I, I don't think profitability is uh, as simple as, as moving headquarters sure. or expansion uh, in employee count, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, there are very important fundamental reasons for Uber not to turn a profit. Um, I don't think it's, it's their employees. I think it's their business model or sure. the lack of it. I'm not even sure if they have a business model. Um, so to me, the, the most important thing is, I mean, look, Uber is a fantastic service. There are three groups of people who have benefited so far from this. Um, the top executives, obviously, the early venture capitalists who invested in the company who got about a 10,000% return on their money, and the passenger. Uh, all three are basically living in a subsidized fantasy land. As long as the subsidized lasts, Uber is not going to make money and because they're underpricing the service that they're providing. So I, I look at it, uh, as, you know, I put out a simple analogy for this. I mean, I have a 50-cent burger that the consumer is willing to pay for, but I'm going to sell it for a nickel and expect to turn a profit by just growing top line. Top line growth may never reflect itself on the bottom line, and that's what's been happening. And when you said, you know, the billion-dollar loss for the first quarter, where the second quarter was $5.2 billion loss, obviously, on Wall Street, we call that a kitchen sink quarter. They took all the expenses related to their IPO and dumped it in there. Uh, but as far as clean numbers, you know, they, they still managed to lose $1.3 billion. So, you know, a billion dollars every quarter loss, I mean, it shows the, the weakness of the business model, if there is one. And, and to be perfectly honest with you, it, obviously, they just want to increase top line, right? And they, they want to increase ridership. Well, they have done that. You know, they have done a great job doing that. However, to make money out of it, um, it's completely another story, and they haven't done it, and I don't think they're going to with, with, with the way they're going. Well, Sergio, we've got some big news uh, coming through in California for the future of the gig economy. We're going to have to bring you back on to chat about that in the future. Um, but till then, thank you for joining us on Business Casual. It's always a pleasure getting to chat. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks again. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Fridays at 8 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com.